get off Twitter spaces. I mean, it's all I ever see you do. I don't even think that, I don't think you could do anything doing Twitter spaces. What are you doing here? Mm, what am I doing in Taipei? On Twitter spaces. Um, what do I do in Twitter spaces? Yeah, what are you doing here on Twitter spaces? I just started one up because I was going to review uh, some more DeFi llama shit. I was enjoying that today, other than the fact that, 
he has a couple of DeFi fucking nerds kind of derailing my thought process. I was learning a ton of information. Yeah. I don't think there's a better place to learn information than Twitter spaces in terms of Web3. <coughs> like, you're definitely not going to learn it. Okay. You're definitely not going to learn it on the fucking timeline. No, no. There's fuck that no timeline. Uh, fuck the Web3 timeline at the moment. I'm staying off that bitch. Yeah. I'll say my good morning. And the DMs. You're not going to learn it in the DMs. Nope. <clears throat> that too. You're going to get fucking stabbed in the DMs. Not the replies. You're getting tagged in some fuck shit in the replies. Or the in the noties. You never go in the noties. Just fucking tagged in this random bullshit. Um, you got to do spaces. It's the only It's the only safe place on Twitter. I'm Legitimately. The only place where you can actually communicate a fucking thought back and forth and accomplish anything. And there's there's MFers that, you know, they're all over the timeline. They get like 200, 300 likes. You know, the slips of the world. You know, the Joey Moose. You know, the people just fucking soaking up the aim, but don't bring value. Um, so Twitter spaces, I feel, are where value can actually be. So you said you learned something from Twitter spaces today. What did you learn from Twitter today? Um, just re- um, research in decentralized finance analytics. Um, you know, Ethereum, a little bit, and DeFi Llama, majority, yeah, but it, we dove into websites and um, looked at a lot of, uh, anal- uh, DeFi Llama, pretty much TVL tracker, the way I looked at it, and I, I'm, so let me see, let me let me just research what D, DeFi Llama is a multi-chain TVL stats dashboard where data connectors contributed and maintained by a community, so. Someone's inputting um, this information. It's very useful information. I'm seeing a lot of uh, trends within the, the, the top DeFi protocols. I don't know what you want to call them. I still haven't figured out the proper naming. Um, I'm seeing Arbitrum, Optimism. Those two are like sticking out in my mind from what I'm looking at. And obviously like Ethereum's like all the biggest players are, are like the majority of their TVL is Ethereum. So... But then, he, like, it starts breaking down. Uh, let me just let me just pull up MakerDAO. This this is the, this one has the biggest TVL. I'll tell you how it's broken down. Oh, it's all Ethereum, of course. Five point nine four billion in fucking Ethereum. Holy fuck! Yeah, and wow. we're busy talking about. Let's just sleep it. Yeah, we're busy talking about fucking projects with a market cap of like a hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, okay. DeFi. I'm noticing that. Like smart money, real money is concentrating into DeFi and DAOs. I don't, I don't know that I didn't see the numbers of uh, of DeFi yet. Are you? Is how does it compare to to DAOs? Yeah, I mean they're kind of one and one. Like the D the DeFi is ran kind of like the DAO. You come up with their proposals. So I'm looking at Ave breakdown. They got three billion in Ethereum, two hundred eighty nine AVAX, um, two hundred fifty two million in Poly. Okay, here's Optimism, 101 million in Optimism. Um, Arbitrum, 48 million. So those two, I've noticed, Optimism and Arbitrum are kind of... Two and, and, what exactly, and, and what exactly is the difference between a DAO and DeFi? And, and what, ways do they di- does def- what ways do they differ? Hmm. So are we... I think... Um, or do we need to get a fucking board ape up here? <coughs> so, no, we can try our best. Um, you know, like the corny answer would be like, well, uh, DeFi is decentralized finance. Um, DAO is a decentralized autonomous organization. DeFi, in my mind, is just like bullshit-ass staking. That's what I've realized. It's just like some Ponzi-ass bullshit. Um, like, like ApeCoin, you got DeFi'd whenever they added the staking mechanic. You can now stake your, your Ape token with your NFT. That's the DeFi side of the ApeCoin. Uh, the DAO side is ApeCoin DAO. Um, you're now voting on w- how the DAO will be operated. And w- you know they have a treasury. You know the, how that will be allocated. So that's I don't know. That, that's the two examples in, in one scenario. You got. The but you D- said you can submit a proposal for DeFi. How how would that work? Um. So each of these protocols, DAOs, lending protocols, whatever you want to call them, um, they're all kind of a little bit different. You know, they all have their own proposal. This is all individually, and I'm I'm seeing they're all pretty much the the, the same. You know, 
they have a governance token, these DAOs, and that is how the DAO is, is navigated. I don't see this happen in the NFT space. I don't understand why this isn't happening in the NFT space, but I think there's a real opportunity to like mesh everything all together, a DAO, a DeFi, an NFT, um, and, and make something amazing come from it. So it, I think I understand NFTs as well as anyone else. And I surround myself with people that really understand NFTs. But I'm I'm lacking <coughs> on the DeFi and, and the DAO side of things. But I'm going to continue to just research these, go one by one, understand why these kind of exist, um, and see where their shortcomings are and, and how we can uh, make something better come from it. Right now, I'm at Rocket. I'm at Rocket Pool, RPL. They have 558 million in their TVL. Um, I think, let me go see what they have for their token. Where is this, where is the money coming from? Like, where, how are these numbers, like, how are these pools so big? Was this bull market bullshit? And now it's just sitting A lot in of there? Just, and, and, um, I'm not sure how they get so much liquidity. How much they get, how do they get this TVL? I'm guessing it's just um, consumers adding into this TVL. I, I'm guessing there's, it's got to be that way. So it just seems ridiculous. Like these types of numbers, you know, people are fucking getting excited when, you know, a fucking Solana project pumps from one soul to two soul, the market caps, like 30 grand. And meanwhile, you got these giants, like these sleeper giants. I just feel like no one has woken up. And we, and, and I said the other day, and then you copied it and you just completely ripped it from me. I said that first MF -er, to figure out how to make DeFi interesting, DAOs interesting. And I think Nouns DAO is, is actually cracking that code on the DAO side. But the first person to make DeFi interesting and understandable, consumable on a, on a mainstream level is going to be a, that's going to be a billion dollar. That's a unicorn. Um, now, imagine if you could combine elements of an NFT, elements of DeFi, and elements of a DAO into one kick ass project. I think that, I mean, you're talking about, I'm talking mega unicorns. I think there's massive potential, but I haven't seen it yet. Is there anything that even comes close to that? I mean, I guess nouns that would be the closest. They, have, they, they have don't really NFT have, component. they don't have a DeFi. And yeah, I know, but I'm just saying they have their NFT component, uh, NFT and a DAO component. I was like the first I've seen of, of something like that, but no one's done the DeFi thing yet. Ape, Apecoin, Apecoin DAO. They got the token, they got the DeFi, they got the DAO, they got the NFT. They got, got the, the token. They have, yeah, and it's run by a bunch of idiots. Yeah, no shit. It's too big. They've gotten too big. They can no longer even navigate that ship. It's just so fucking bulky, dude. They got fucking, they're leaking out every fucking port. You know, look at that fucking ship. You know, they got the fucking, the Cartan group just ripping out that ship. Now you got these fucking Ape Council DAO ripping out that ship. Um, you know, all the people that are part of, everything's just ripping it apart. Um, the ship got too big, got too many people trying to steer it, and it's going absolutely nowhere. Mm. It's sad to see. I think, I think that's also a problem of Yuga. Like, they become so big, so quick, and now they don't even know what to do with their fucking hands. They're sitting there like, well, I got $400 million. Let's make a butthole video. That'll be super fun. I'm sure the community will be very excited about that. No, one, no one's talked about that. They went to the lowest point possible. They made the butthole video from Yuga. And it was the lowest point possible, and they were trending for about 14 minutes. And now they're, it's irrelevant again. Yet, the board eight floor is pumping. Many things are now pumping in the market. Is there a movement in DeFi? I guess, I don't know. Can DeFi, like, move? Like, can DeFi move? Like, can it grow? Like, how does a DeFi project grow? How does more liquidity get poured into DeFi? Like, how could it, how could it, how as a consumer could I benefit from DeFi growing? Mm, just, you gotta be, I have to be better than the people that are playing. It's almost like a PVP game. This D, it's like, um, you know, all these people staking up ape token right now, you know, they're getting, they're getting more ape token every single day. You think, uh, I think, well, I'm getting more ape token. I can sell more ape token. Why would I ever want to buy more Ape Token if I'm staking, earning it? I can just continue to sell. The tremendous amount of sell pressure um, in, De in DeFi, in my mind. Well, for that scenario. So I don't know enough DeFi protocols. A lot of it de deals with um, lending protocols. So 
um, yeah, you can. Uh, I think DeFi Llama has uh, the TVL for all these different DeFi protocols. Right now, it's at thirty-nine billion dollars for the ones they're tracking, at least. And it's pretty much. I don't know. It looks pretty. Looks pretty flatlined at the moment for me. Um, for dis- for right now, but yeah, every all the NFTs are pumping on every single chain. Uh, Cardano, well, at least Cardano, Solana, and Ethereum. Those are the only three I checked. I didn't really. Probably should have checked AVAX, maybe, Kronos, maybe even Near. I don't know, but those are the only ones I checked were those three. And all three of them pretty much in line with one another. Blue chips were pumping. Floors were going up. Volume was going up. So legitimate pump. Um, but, yeah, I want to I want to continue reviewing these. And I don't give a fuck if I bore anyone. This isn't for you. This is for me. You're boring me. Okay. Well, You're boring I'm, me. I'm looking at Rocket Protocol right now. That's what, what that's what I'm looking protocol. at. What is Rocket Protocol? Or I'm sorry, Rocket Pool. It's not. It's just um. Uh, what is it? Rocket Pool is the first truly decentralized Ethereum staking pool, liquid staking, audited SC, and minimized penalty risk. Unlike yeah. solo stakers, uh, who are required to put up yeah. thirty-two. Somebody meters. needs to make. Here's what somebody needs to make. Somebody needs to make a kick-ass PFP that I can go to a website and there's a big DAO button and there's a big DeFi button. I can stake that motherfucker. I can like. I can like lock it and start making money or I can take it and go vote on stupid shit with it. Like I need to be like the less buttons, less nerd. You got to get the, like the fucking, the crazy, the nerd heads, the sleepers, the snoozers, get them out of the project. Get those motherfuckers, get them away. How do you attract the mainstream audience? That's like, that's going to be the winning play. There's all this like hundred, like $35 billion in this protocol. And nobody gives a fuck. I mean, like, are you kidding me? Like, that's that's basically where where we're at. People care more about mischievous maxis with a fucking total total fucking cap of like eighteen dollars sunken into that whole collection. Versus, there's thirty five billion sitting in like in these things. There's thirty four million sitting in Nounsdow, and nobody gives a fuck. So I think that okay. So you're interested in what Rocket? What is this thing? Rocket Lender? Well, Rocket Pool. Yeah, I'm looking at MakerDAO, the biggest one. And you can see they said Merry Christmas four days ago, 79 likes. This is a $6 billion DAO. No one gives a flying fuck. Um, but, you know, that's where I guess you call it smart money if you'd like to call it, if there's such a thing. Uh, that's where they're that's where they're focused in on. Uh, yeah. Or like, um, so Rocket Protocol or Rocket Pool nodes only need it to at 16 ETH per validator. This will be coupled with 16 ETH from the staking pool, which stakers deposit in exchange for our ETH, uh, Rocket ETH, to create ETH2 validators. So we go to their, their governance token on CoinGecko. It's at $19.36. Um, you know, the, all these governance tokens are pretty much in line with one another. So right now they're trading at $19.36, 24 hours, $1 million in volume. It's down 2% in the last 24 hours. Um, I wonder if they have it on, I'm going to have to go to their website, but the one things I've been just reviewing as well are the, the market cap and the, um, what is it? The TV and the ratio between the two, but I'm going to skip that for now. I want to go over to the rocket pool. Rocket pool. I really like, I really like, um, because you don't need the 32 E. You only need to. <coughs> So what, they're, they're going to invest the 32 on your behalf and like you can take advantage of it and they just do the did, middleman? Did you, okay, you must have put your ear, ear pods in because um, you're, you're, I don't think you, I don't, can you use your mic for your iPhone and then I don't just know. Your, Is it bad? Oh, it's whatever. It's the, who gives a fuck? It was good earlier. I don't understand. Is it bad? Is it actually bad? Yeah, it's bad. It's fine, though. I don't give a fuck. All right, so Rocket Pool has 1,864 nodes. Node operators, sorry. So I don't know what that means. Why did they put operators? Um, 334,000 Ethereum staked. I'm um, going to look for what... Proposed. So this is what I think make or breaks a DAO in my mind are the proposals. But take it one step further, are the participation within the proposals. Uh, every person has that I've spoken with thus far has said 
DAO participation is like really hard to get. Why? I mean, when was the last time you've ever voted on anything IRL, like IRL or Web3 for that matter, Bart? I didn't even vote for the fucking president. You think I'm going to go and vote for like, hey, should the DAO add a common or a comma to this fucking sentence? I'm not voting for shit. And <coughs> I don't know how to fix that. How would you fix um, to get people to vote for DAO proposals? No, he, well, he left. Um, that's just another thing I've been thinking about. We we talked about incentivization of voting, but then it just leads to people chasing the incentivizations and not chasing changes that are needed for the DAOs to to navigate. I can't even find Rocket Pool's fucking governance at all. It's just they're fucking showing their staking shit all over the place. Um, I'm gonna Google it real quick. Wait for uh, oh there he goes. He's reconnecting. Maybe it was his fucking headphone. Okay, yeah, latest governance. So, so if you type in Rocket Pool governance, you can go to latest governance topics. This is where DAOs um, are supposed to succeed, although I don't really see any governances just making any type of change that seem relevant in Web3. No, they're not. It's basically like, hey, we have the opportunity to vote and like throw money at something. It's a cool, novel thing to do. So why don't we just fucking do it? Have you looked at some of these proposals on these DAOs? I mean, some of this shit is so ridiculous. It's like, hey, let's go fucking build a ba- <laughs> let's go build a basketball court and have no like brand recognition on it whatsoever. We're like, hey, let's go, let's go give a racist a hundred ETH to go continue being racist, and we get no recognition for it. You know, it's the Web3 ethos, if you ask these downers. It's the Web3 ethos. You know, they want to Web3, continue Web3. How about a DAO that actually, like, legitimately pushes Web3 forward, not some subjective bullshit? Like, people who are aligned on a vision to then go and do something. I don't see that, though. Uh, But I do see that the buffet is starting to pop off a little bit. Are you hungry? No. I'm okay. going to continue to research these DAOs. I'm, um, I'm look, yeah, right. so it's just more of the same with this yep. Rocket DAO. Actually, this, yep. this governance is just yep. the worst I've, I've realized. They have fucking terrible governance. It's just, it's all over the fucking place. It's not clear cut. It's like a forum and you can fucking respond and shit. No, this is terrible. I don't like Rocket Pools to govern. The best one I've seen so far is Pancake Swap. I don't know, I didn't look up the requirements, but you can just put in the most generic as fuck shit. The, like, you, anyone, it seems like, can submit, and then you can vote. Like, it was, it's like a Twitter poll almost, but, you you know, like, Twitter poll, all I need to do, I don't need, I don't need to own any of the, any of, part of the DAO, or any part of Twitter, in order to just cast my fucking vote. Maybe that's, maybe that's better, maybe that's more decentralized than a DAO, but, like you were saying, it can be manipulated. It can be manipulated. Yeah. I mean, even the governance token can be manipulated if you control a majority of them, you know. Or like, hey, you know, I want to get my vote through. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a bunch. Of, well, look, we happen, we saw it with Mango. Do you remember the Mango swap or whatever that thing was called, the Mango coin? Uh, essentially, someone found an exploit to where, and this is very, this is like, this is from, this is basically secondhand information on it. So my my understanding. Somebody was able to acquire a large number of tokens for a DAO and and put a proposal in which they gave them the entire liquidity pool of the DAO and they were able to pass it through because they own the majority of the tokens and they were able to give themselves millions and millions and millions of dollars from the DAO treasury and no one was able to stop it because of, and I think there was some sort of like code exploit that allowed them to do this. Um, but now it's actually going to court. It's actually being reviewed as to the legality of the deci- the legality of the action. And it's like, hold on a second. Uh, he was able to do this because because of the way that the DAO functions. So it, we're still like early on enough to the point where no one's really. I don't think the formula has really been figured out. I think at this point in time, Nouns DAO is the leader uh, in terms of like community participation, brand, um, sort of like general direction, ethos, aligned ethos surrounding the DAO, but there's still so many kinks and so many improvements to be made. It's just like Board Ape Yacht Club. They put a picture on a blockchain. They haven't done 
anything since, but because they were the first people to really do that on that level, you know, CryptoPunks was literally the picture. Board Ape was the picture plus a party in Miami that services less than 1% of the holders. You know, you can get hammered and uh, run around and listen to Amy Schumer for three days. So that's what Board Ape has done. NounsDAO is the first person to really take Dallas to that level. And I look forward to, and DeFi as well. I don't think there's like a, there's no like household DeFi is there at this point. Like to someone who could say, hey, oh man, what are like your top favorite DeFi projects? I don't really think there's any that kind of, I don't think there's any that really dominate at the moment, unless I'm wrong. So you're saying you're like, what do you, what was your discussion today? I mean, what are the, what are the top DeFi projects looking like at the moment? I'm still reviewing them. Uh, Machi loves talking about compound. He said everything's forked pretty much from compound. I don't know. I don't think if that's the case, then I think people are just making compound, but better. Um, I think pancake swap had the best governance set up for voting. You can put the most generic. There's no like proposal. Um, they're like, you can just put like a headliner, be like, is this a scam? And then a bunch of people can vote on it. If they have pancake swap tokens, it was like fast. It felt like it was efficient. And they had like, they had like different avenue of, of approaches for the proposals. It was really cool to see. You had like, um, like a verified proposal, like unverified proposal, and then like some fucking middle ground proposal. So I have never seen that before. But I also have not found anything that was like proposal that seemed worth a fucking damn outside. The only ones that make sense right now are like the way they're using their treasury. But is that the, the main purpose? Are they just a glorified investment firm at this point? Like, hey, are we going to invest in this? Are we going to invest in that? Maybe, but I think Dallas can go further than that. I think maybe. I mean, do you have any ideas, Bark, on a proposal that makes sense for a Dow that's outside of any type of financials incentives? Mm, financial incentives. Mm. I don't know. I feel like something financial like you, incentives? Could, you could be like, Yours could, like, I think something like around social media saying we're going to operate on social media in a certain fashion. And if you don't like it, you can no longer be a participant in the DAO. Something along those lines, maybe. Well, I just talked about how do you create the best DAO possible? I think it would be an aligned incentive, right? And who has participation power? Is it by who controls the most tokens? Well, I mean, in the case of the Mango situation, of one individual was able to acquire the majority vote and vote that they got paid the entire treasury. So obviously that didn't represent the, the group. So how do you prevent MFers from coming in and owning? And like and for nouns DAO, for example, you could go in, buy a ton of nouns, and pass forward whatever the fuck you wanted to. Now, because the total amount in the treasury, it wouldn't really make sense to do that. Like there's not enough in there, like the amount it would require you to get a major vote at this point would be too much for it to really be worth it. So that's why I'm saying, I think they've figured out sort of the balance, but how do you create an aligned incentive? I don't know. It's not financially motivated. Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know if I knew the answer, I think we'd be doing it, you know, or somebody would be doing it. But I think now's that was a great start. Now imagine a DeFi component as well. I think maybe some sort of, some sort of governance, right? Because look, we, we're seeing what happens. And NFTs, when you have a project founder who's able to call the shots and the community is given the illusion that they have an ability to change the direction of the project or have their input, like in the case of D-Gods and Youth, right? Like the holders believe that they may have had some sort of decision, but they had no vote to go to Ethereum. There was no vote for them to go to Polygon. In the case of Valhalla, there was no vote for their mint price. There was no vote for the fucking supply. However, they're given the illusion that they have say and power, which is why I think uh, NFT projects as a whole, as a PFP, just like straight up PFP projects, I think those are going away. You, I'm not going away, but you need more than just a PFP. You need some sort of governance model outside of just a pretend fucking, hey, we're your best friend, we have your best interests. You know, meanwhile, you know, we're slipping 20s out of grandpa's back pocket. He can't buy pistachio ice cream anymore. Because, but we love you, grandpa. Oh, grandpa, we're going to go to your favorite ice cream store. And they just fucking wheel him straight into the retirement home. And they don't even Dude, what him. are you, are you working out right now? Yeah, I'm on the stair stepper, bro. 
Look, just because okay. you skip workouts. Get the workouts, fuck off the space. Get the fuck off the space. I don't want to hear you heavy breathing into my ear. You canal. skip workouts. You skip workouts. So I'm all trying right. to do both. Well, Look. all right. I'm looking at the nouns down right now because you're okay. Yeah, they, they you automate the transactions based off the votes. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's one of the the best. And it, apparently, it was forked from Compound. Uh, yeah, there's 552. All you need is 277 of these. Let's say 277 times 40,000. That's probably. Yeah, I don't think you'll ever be able to get it though. No one's gonna sell. You're only looking at a mel- uh, 11 million dollars. Just like 40 million dollars. I don't think you'll ever be able to acquire 277 though. Hmm. The floor price would go fucking berserk if you try to acquire 277 mm. My first. Okay. For now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't let you. If you started doing that, I think they would buy it up. But even then, to acquire that many, it would be way more. It wouldn't even be worth it. Because there's like 34 million in the treasury. I think it would cost way more. I think you'd have to spend more than 34 million. Uh, if, if you paid 40,000 per noun, you're looking at 11 million. But Yeah, but, but, you'll but, never, but you can't. You'll never. Yeah. There's not that many for sale at the moment. There's like and even three. if they are, they're not at 40,000. Yeah, there's like three for sale. So yeah, they, so they hold them tight. No, the nouns down, the nouns down, the nouns down holders are interesting. They get like three likes, and they they barely participate on Twitter. So I don't know where they where are they communicating? Is it just through proposals? Is that it? And like IRL events? Dude, I have no idea. Mysterious. Still to, dude, I mean, I think know. about the Makers Dow. You got $6 billion of TVL. And they're getting like 10 likes on their fucking tweets. Macho's like, yo, I remember early. Macho's like, yo, Alex, you need to look at the Maker Dow. Like, the Maker Dow, I looked at it. I was like, there's no fucking engagement here. Like, getting 80 fucking likes. Why the fuck should I? Oh, they're the biggest DeFi protocol, Alex. Uh, I was like, all right, whatever you say. And I laughed it off. Now I'm looking back. Damn, dude, like, I missed. So. I'm not. I'm gonna keep on researching these DeFi protocol lending protocols. These DAOs that have a ton of TVL. How they acquired so much TVL? Normally, so it's, it's not just, engagement. They're not powered by engagement. It's operating on a different system. I don't know what that is. What are they on? What do they? What, what makes them tick? Is it just like a Web three ethos? Because I've looked at some of these Web three ethos. Have you read some of these proposals? They're terrible. Yeah, it's like, hey, my my like little cousin, I want to make hoodies for their fourth grade class, and I need 50 ETH to do it. Passed unanimously. Unanimously. 189 votes for. Zero against. You know. And it's like, hey, I want to start up a podcast about esports. You know, how, how much is a mic? Like $300. How much is a camera? Mm, like five hundred dollars. Soundboard, you know, so like a thousand dollars. Okay, we need three hundred and forty-nine ETH to do it. Passed unanimously. So it's kind of ridiculous, but I don't know. They still operate. People are still buying nouns. They're buying them every day. They're selling for like thirty ETH. So something tells me that I don't know. They move in mysterious ways. They're on like a different plane. I'm trying to crack the code for them. Maybe we haven't figured it out. Maybe is it Discord? Are they on Discord? Mm, no. But when you think, holy shit! Like, I just need a couple of dollars, and now I'm I'm in. I'm gonna have votes on what we're gonna be doing with billions of dollars. I think that's a cool mindset. Um, I don't know. I think that has nothing to do with. <coughs> I think that has nothing. <coughs> fuck, dude. I think that has nothing to do with Twitter. I think they're heavily focused on just their DAO. You know, nouns. I look at the nouns. The only people they're engaging with are nouns MFers. They don't really deviate. It's kind of like subreddits. Subreddits don't really deviate outside of their own subreddit. They're heavily focused in. Where NFTs, um, they're kind of different. The, the, the more they become viral, the better. Where DAOs, the more hyper-focused, like you said, the more the, the vision is the same, the faster or further I believe they go. And so they don't really venture off. Why the fuck would they ever want feedback on their DAO from a non-DAO holder? Hmm. Exposure. I guess. 
I mean, I feel, I don't know. I wish we could get a Nounsdale MFR up here. Is there any Nounsdale uh, in the audience? Look for yeah. them big old square glasses. Can't miss them. them. Big old, them big old square glasses. Well, there's only 552 of the NFTs. And some um, people own like five of them, 10 of them. Yeah. So then you think about it, there's probably only like 200 legitimate nouns holders. I don't know. I should probably go look at that. And they're managing 34 million and only like 189 votes on some of the like on some of the biggest proposals there's like 180 votes and they're usually unanimous like i haven't seen i have to d deep dive even a little bit more i haven't seen many proposals that go to 50 50 like legitimately it's pretty unanimous even for terrible ideas like hey we want to spray paint the side of a elementary school we need 75 ETH to do it there you go. A 98% vote. Yes. It's kind of ridiculous. Where's like their discourse? Where are they discussing these things? Or do they, they not? Remove they removed their discord. No, not discord. Discourse. Oh. Where's the conversation? Do they debate? Like, do they have conversation? Or do they just say, hey, here's my vote. Like, here's the vote. Actually, That's they shouldn't be debating if they want true decentralization. It leads to collusion, and that's why they said they removed their Discord is to remove any type of collusion between the holders. You know, if you and I, Bark, are teaming up and now uh, voting in a certain way, it becomes more centralized. If we, that's what <coughs> that's what they don't want. And also, I think if a DAO could do so, I think you know you know it. The the DAO the nouns holders, some of them hold multiple votes. I think that's adding in centralization, I think that'd be an easy improvement. How could you get a single holder to hold, to hold a single vote? Do you think holders well, should the be... Well, the risk... Okay, no, do you think holders... Go ahead, what's your question? Do you, do you think holders can should be able to vote more than once? Yes. Well, because here's the thing. In the Nounsdale model, a new vote is added each day. Therefore, diluting the power of each vote. Like, if you start with 100... Okay, you have a 1% vote. And then eventually, you know, 100, 100 extra days pass. Now there's 200 people, 200 nouns out. You have a 0.5% vote. So being able to acquire more nouns gives you the ability to maintain equity in the DAO um, because it gets diluted. So if you really care and you want to have a say, you actually do need to remain an active participant active buyer in the in the uh voting so i don't know what do you do you think that it's okay for them to be diluted over time should there be more votes added they're um i like their i like their business model whatever you want to call it their treasury continues to grow every single day i'm surprised they still have buying pressure every single day you know, that's a lot to be just throwing around like 40,000, 40,000 every single day, 40,000, 40,000. Yeah, I think they can improve if you could just hold it to one person, one vote. And if I, I think that's the fairest way to make the most decentralized. No, I don't, I don't like the idea of, of people holding multiple. Okay, there are only 327 owners of, 500, of 559. So you only need, so... You only need 50%, so let's say 320, 327, 327 divided by two, or yeah, divided. You need 164 votes, and you can gain any amount of money from that 30, whatever, $40 million trade. If you could, yeah, if you could campaign 164 votes, does that, that doesn't seem hard, convince 164. I think we have more than, yeah, we have 200 people in this space. If we could, if we could convince everyone in this space, Everyone could just convince one person. We could easily just drain the entire. So, I don't like the idea that you can hold or yeah hold multiple. Well, votes. the fact that only three are listed. You know, if you craft and curate the right community of holders, you're not gonna get run into that problem. You know, people aren't gonna paper hand it if a bad proposal goes through. They're not gonna paper hand it. If the floor price starts dipping and dropping, like your favorite Solana project, they're going to hold on to it through thick and thin 
because they believe in the ethos. See, what they're doing, and the reason I think DAOs are hard to wrap my head around at least, is that it goes against the majority, the overwhelming majority of NFT projects mindset goals, which is to achieve a high floor price, attract as much attention, attract as many holders, and, and basically raise as much money as possible. You know, DAOs, they don't really give a fuck. It's like, how can we better, I want to say better Web3. I know that's not every DAO's ethos, but it kind of defies the typical goals of NFTs, which is why it's very confusing. Agreed. I'm getting a call. Go ahead and monologue for a couple minutes. Okay. What yeah. do you think? Okay. Dude, I, think I want to monologue back. the whole fucking... What? No, it doesn't matter. I want to monologue this whole fucking space, but you're fucking bumbling ass. How to come bumbling the fuck in? I was just going to talk to myself for a whole fucking hour, but no, can't do that. Got to listen to him. Heavy breathing on a fucking stair stepper. Heaven forbid I go out and get on a Twitter space, start getting on my grind. Okay, I was looking at Rocket Pool before his bitch ass started coming on, breathing all heavy into my ear canal when I didn't ask for it. He says, oh, I got to get up here. Alex started like, I got to get up here. Just enjoy your fucking stair stepper, King. I'm, I'm enjoying just reading through these DAOs. I, I feel like I missed all this shit in the bull, busy trying to fucking flip. Um, these assets like 300%, 300%, 300% on, on the, it's a good time to just go through these. Um, and right now reviewing the rocket pool, decentralized Ethereum staking protocol, uh, probably the best staking protocol that I've seen so far, at least for APR. Most of the APR I have found are 4% for whenever you give a, you give them your shit. The, the, this, the reason why this is at 6.6% as opposed, you're going to have to run a node. I don't know the exact requirements from a, from a note, but I believe that you don't need much. You can use a Raspberry Pi. Like that's, it's like a $30 thing. You just plug into your router, be able to connect. Um, <coughs> so I'm going to see if it, yeah, it doesn't even go into fucking detail. Um, does not go into any detail on what a node requirement is for this. So if you do plan on doing the node, um, just make sure. Uh, I will research it and give an answer if someone actually wanted to give a fuck. Do the 16 ETH. That, that's not that much. And then you're talking, you're getting, so the, you're not getting 6.6%, or I'm not getting 6.6% USD. I'm getting 6.6 ETH rewards. So if I put in 100 ETH, I'm going to get 6 ETH every single fucking year. Depending on what ETH price is, you know, that could be significant. Or you can just go the easier route and just stake ETH. Um, but now you're looking at a 3.94% APR, which isn't that great. It's it's actually underwhelming in comparison to the, some of the other DAOs, what they're offering. But that that's um, that's Rocket Pool. That's probably the easiest one to just be a participant in. You can just throw your ETH in there. I'm going to go down to the next one. That, that's rank 17 on DeFi Llama. I'm looking at Arrakis Finance. Um, I'm going to continue to review all these. And if this is boring, the, the, the leave is in the top fucking right. I think this is important for myself to learn about. I'll be selfishly just iterating it all over the fucking space because I'm, um, I don't know, it helps me learn if I just talk about it and read it at the same time. We have uh, the chain breakdown of is 400. So the TVL, the total value lock, for this uh, Arrakis Finance, Ethereum, they got $458 million. They've got four million in Polygon, and then there's the here's the one th the fucking outlier that I don't really hear talked about, and I guarantee we we will hear this fucking talked about in the near future. Optimism. They have four million of it. I think it, I need to research it. I haven't done any research into it, other than I just keep on seeing it on every single chain breakdown of their TVLs on all these major players. So all the major players have just a couple million exposure. They'll have. Hundreds or even billions of dollars exposure on Ethereum. And then there's just a couple of million in optimism. So um, <coughs> maybe I should, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going to take, take a minute. I'm going to back off Arrakis Finance. I'm going to read what optimism. The way I looked at it, it was a side chain, a layer two of Ethereum. So I don't really understand what they're fixing. But I'm going to look at it real quick. I'm sure someone could probably explain it to me faster than I could read it. But I don't know. I don't trust anyone. I trust... I'll try to Google real quick. Okay, Ethereum scaled. Optimism is a low-cost, lightning-fast Ethereum L2 
Optimism is oh, wow. They like literally repeat themselves on their own website. Terrible website. I'm already saying. Um, let's go learn about. Mm. Optimism Foundation or is a nonprofit organization dedicated to growing the Optimism Collective. Not only are we writing software that scales Ethereum technology, we're also scaling Ethereum values by creating the rails for highly impactful projects that don't have business models to succeed. Oh fuck. Bedrock, next gen. Um, so it looks like it's just fucking fast. Um, I just everyone's trying to be a, a Ethereum, but faster for some reason. So I, I guess this isn't all that crazy. Optimism, TPS. That's kind of what everyone. That's what I would. <coughs> but um, I can't. If someone finds it, can they just put it in there? I'm I'm almost done with research and optimism. It was a layer two scaling solution in Ethereum. It helps reduce the transaction fee and transaction time of Ethereum blockchain. Broadly speaking, Optimism helps solve Ethereum scalability dilemma. Dilemma scalability refers to the rate of transaction per second on the blockchain network. How does Optimism solve scalability issue on Ethereum network? Understood that Ethereum is one of the most secure and decentralized blockchains in existence. Uh, actually, the uh, proof of stake really... Um, centralized Ethereum. A lot of now, a lot of people have major nodes, and so there you need less nodes to go down for Ethereum network to go down. So, or to to yeah, that that I might have fucked that up by the way, but I know they got more centralized when they went to proof of stake. It's understood that Ethereum is one of the most. Oh yeah, to keep everything running smoothly, the network is built around three properties: decentralization, security, and scalability. However, because of the limitation due to the blockchain. Trilemma, Ethereum can only deploy two out of these three properties effectively. <coughs> okay, so I'm not reading anymore. The, okay, here, here are the benefits of optimism. Uh, scalability. Optimism can achieve 10 to 100 times improvement in scalability, depending on the nature of the transaction. Reduced fee. Optimism can greatly reduce the overall cost of transaction. Its rolling technology discussed in the next section combines multiple transactions into a single transaction, which helps reduce. It's pretty cool. Uh, security and optimism layer two builds on top of Ethereum. Transactions are settled on the Ethereum mainnet, allowing users for security and decentralized environment on Ethereum. Enhanced user experience. New projects using optimism layer two scaling solutions benefit from lower fees, faster transactions, and better overall user experience. I just don't understand why anyone would just fuck around with some fake ass Ethereum. I just just get fucking Ethereum. I don't I don't I don't like these side chains. Maybe I'm missing maybe I'm missing the big point. Maybe someone can educate me, but I can tell you right now, none of you motherfuckers are requesting or coming up. If you're request <coughs> if you're requesting to speak, just fucking leave. You're not coming up here. I'm not talking to anyone. Unless Bark wants to get up here and get on the fucking treadmill and start breathing in my fucking ear canal. I'm gonna go down this DeFi llama bullshit. Uh, I was fuck. I was fucking doing one of these finance ones. They're all just finances. A lot of them are just uh, glorified investment firms. All right, so we're stuck on Arrakis Finance at the moment. Um, the reason why we looked at uh, Optimism because their TVL breakdown, total value locked, you know, it had Optimism at four million. Uh, but you know, that's one percent of their holding in comparison to Ethereum, uh, four hundred fifty million in Ethereum, only one percent in Optimism. Okay, what is Arrakis? Arrakis is a protocol that specializes in concentrated and active liquidity management. Yeah, it's just fucking investment firms. By creating a curated marketplace of novel tokenized liquidity pool strategies, Arrakis facilitates deep liquidity and optimizes liquidity pool earnings across its vaults. I'm going to go to the website. I guarantee they got fucking, you probably just stake a bunch of bullshit. Um, so they have... A trustless algorithmic MM market making, creating deep liquidity in Uniswap v3 using Arrakis v2. Holy fuck! I don't understand how these websites are so dog shit, and they got millions, hundreds of millions. I can make a better website than this, and I don't even make fucking websites. You can go look for it yourself. Go to Arrakis Finance if you'd like to follow along. If not just fucking don't follow. I don't give a fuck. Um, I don't give a fuck at this point. I'm just going to continue to study these bullshit-ass Arrakis finance. I don't understand this shit. How do they raise... How do they get millions of dollars? It's just hundreds of millions of this. 
I'm 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 out of this one. Fuck this Arrakis. GMX four hundred sixty five million dollars. And this what is GMX? They got Ar- holy shit. GMX has four hundred million Arbitrum and fifty six million Avalanche, and they have been very successful at least market cap wise. The whole, they're all up. They're going only up. This is this bitch is started at zero, and it's pretty much only fucking up. Their market cap, at least. I don't know if they're just collecting more and more Arbitrum, or it's, I, I don't know why they've only gone up. I'm curious if their governance token has followed the same trajectory. I highly, it's I, that's almost impossible. So their governance token is called GMX. They're going to max that bitch out, see what it's done so far. It's already downtrending for the daily. Actually, it's... Wow. It's actually really fucking good. All right, so... You should check out GMX. Might be something here on this GMX bullshit. Uh, $13 or $15, it looks like. IDO, IPO. Um, and 13 of September, 2021. It's... It's it's like sideways, but but up. So right now, it's like, it's like 3X since last year, but... It's it's outperforming. I would say this is outperforming current market conditions. Although it was also underperforming. What? This is the weirdest fucking chart I've ever seen. I don't know. I'm bullish as fuck on their market cap so far. Must must be Ar- Arbitrum um, doing extremely well. So I'm definitely going to check out GMX website. Actually, let me read what is GMX. <clears throat> I think I think everyone should check out this GMX right now. Uh, go to DeFiLlama.com, look at GMX, look at its market cap, and then pull up the website for its governance token, GMX token. This this is some there's something here. Well, at least price action wise, it's, it's out of the ordinary. GMX is decentralized spot and perpetual exchange that supports low swap fees and zero price impact trades. Trading is supported by a unique multi-asset pool that earns liquidity providers fees from market making, swap fees, leverage trading. Spreads, funding fees, and liquidations, and asset rebalancing. So it looks like just you're just staking, and then whenever someone swaps, you get a percentage. They get a percentage. <coughs> a lot like, um, yeah, just more of the fucking same. Um, decentralized perpetual exchange. Uh, reduced liquidation risk. Save on costs. Simple swaps available. Okay, so they got Arbitrum. GMX is currently live on Arbitrum and AVAX. We're going to launch the app on Arbitrum at the moment. I oh, fuck. I think I need to get I think I need to get my fucking wallet out to even fucking connect. Nope, never mind, we're good. Long ETH. Um no, this is not what I want to see. I mean, all these all these swaps when you're over your Whenever I'm lending them my money and someone decides to swap, I get a percent. It's all the fucking same. But I think, you know, seeing this heavily focused on Arbitrum might be why it's succeeding so well. I'm going to go check out their governance, see what they're proposing on this um, proposing on this DAO. Pretty sure it's going to be more of the exact same GMX buybacks. GMX that get re- redistributed. I don't like this. is the same fucking. I don't like this proposal. This is Dog shit. Uh, okay. So I'm going to read one of these GMX buybacks. Hey there, I want to discuss any way that we can make GMX less inflationary token and slowly but surely transform it into a net deflationary token. Yeah. How the fuck are you going to do that, bro? What if GMX allocations were converted to grants, airdrops, partnerships, or added to the protocol liquidity? Instead, we could buy back actual GMX tokens from the market using a small, medium portion of the platform fees. Okay. <coughs> so, the same thing with the swap fees. They're saying, no, you guys shouldn't be paying yourselves. You know, the swap fees, we should be using it to burn. I like that idea. Because if I'm collecting swap fees, am I, am I actually going to buy GMX back? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But if, if I take that that piece out and say, hey, you no longer earn swap fees. We're going to use that swap fee to buy back the tokens, um, creating a deflationary effect. Looks like everyone voted against it, though. So what the fuck do I know? Yeah, I don't. apparently I don't know anything. 
Oh, well, this person says, not a bad idea, actually. It would need to be a reasonable discount given a portion. So that's, that's pretty much GMX. I've got to hop on a call in 10 more minutes, so I'm going to do one more research. I think GMX is probably the most interesting one I've seen so far. This is, I'm going to, out of all the ones I've researched, GMX looks like it's going to outperform the market the best out of all the ones. I've, I haven't researched many. I've only researched the top 18. They have the most to lose and the least to gain. Um, you know, when I look at MakerDAO, what, you know, whenever they're at the top, I don't think it's really hard to keep climbing at those levels. But one of these smaller ones, like GMX, even though it's 19, it's still one-tenth the size of MakerDAO. So it, it, could, it could grow a lot faster. I might, I might invest in GMX token just by sheer price action. It's just, I think, go look at it. All right, we're looking at Sushi. Sushi Swap. They have a bunch of shit in their chain breakdown. Ethereum, number one, with 339 million. Wow. Arbitrum, number two. Need to check out Arbitrum. Need to check out Arbitrum. Uh, Polygon, 30 million. Phantom, 2 million. A uh, bunch of bullshit, not worth mentioning. AVAX at 1.3. Uh, Binance Smart Chain, 630, or 673. Mm, Optimism, only 59,000. Um, Sushi Swap, TVL doesn't look great. It doesn't uh, be honest with you. We'll go look at we'll go look at their their protocol. We'll look at their governance token. Think probably. Oh wait, yeah, they're yeah. So their TVL's gone to the gutter. I mean, they holy shit has it gone to the gutter. They were at TVL of um, holy fuck eight billion in October twenty twenty two or November. Sorry, November twenty twenty one. They're at eight billion. Now their TVL is at four hundred million, down fucking tremendously. Holy shit! Uh, sushi at ninety-five cents, probably the same price action. Yep. In November, April, May, June, July. Okay, November their token was worth eleven dollars. Now it's worth ninety cents, down fucking tremendously. So I wonder what the the correlation between TVL. And governance token price probably something similar. All right, I, I um, Sushi Swap from what I understand similar to Uniswap, but we'll go look at it. We'll go look at it. It's a fully okay. It's what is Uniswap or I'm sorry, Sushi Swap. A fully decentralized protocol for automated liquidity provision on Ethereum. Buy and sell instantly on Sushi whenever. No registration. Over 400 t- uh, tokens at your fingertips. Your keys, your coins, own your crypto just like cash, your wallet, fully decentralized, and self custody of your fund. I believe it's just a DEX. I don't feel like researching this one. It doesn't seem very interesting. We'll go look at their. We'll, I, I do like looking at everyone's governance if it's easy to find. Not easy to find, of course not. Just fucking never easy to find this shit. But add add fucking liquidity, and then you get some of their swap fee. More of the literal same. Um, DeFi setup, you probably stake their bullshit governance token as well and earn more of their bullshit governance token if that's you. If that's what I'm after, more governance. Just keep on staking that shit. I know a lot of people are staking up Ape, ApeCoin to get more <coughs> governance, <coughs> gain more votes so they can bullshit that. Ape, ApeCoin, I'm so disappointed with him. All right, uh, we're looking at liquid, liquidity, 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 liquidity. What the fuck? Oh, what a boring ass fucking one this one is. Um, four hundred and eleven million in their TVL, four hundred and eleven million in Ethereum. Boring as fuck. Liquity is a decentralized borrowing protocol that allows you to draw a zero interest loan against Ethereum uses collateral. That's pretty fucking impressive. Zero percent. I don't even know how the fuck you guys are making any money over there. Well, let's let's go see. Um, Let's go look at their let's go look at their token real quick. Their token is called Liquity as as well. Fifty nine cents. Let's see, probably down tremendously. No, no, never mind. Is this a? Oh yeah, yeah. Holy shit. I mean, this thing was at seventy three dollars, and now it's at fifty nine cents. God damn. They're holy shit. 
what the fuck happened with this place? Um, their TVL was in at five billion. Now it's at four hundred million. This thing must be dog shit. Let's um, let's go look at their website. So apparently they're doing loans with zero percent interest. I don't know how they managed to make money against that. Borrow LUSD against Ethereum. More. Nope. They don't. They don't even fucking provide any details on this bullshit. Okay, Liquity is a decentralized borrowing protocol that allows you to draw interest-free loans against Ether uses collateral. Loans are paid out in LUSD, a USD-pegged stablecoin, and need to maintain a minimum collateral ratio of 110%. In addition to the collateral, the loans are secured by a stability pool containing LUSD by fellow borrowers collectively acting as um, guarantors of last resort. Hmm. I don't I don't get that. So Ethereum is I'm fully decentralized and unstoppable, and we believe that products built on top of it should be too. That's why we built Liquidity, a fully decentralized and unstoppable borrowing protocol. With Liquidity, you can use your ETH to take out a loan, interest-free. This way, you maintain full exposure to Ether the asset while receiving fresh funds. Your loan is paid out in LUSD, an unstoppable Ethereum native stablecoin that is solely stable backed coin. by Ether. Using Liquidity, you can borrow up to 90% <laughs> of your ETH value. And best of all, Liquidity does not charge any interest, just a one-time fee as low as 0.5%. One-time fee, there it was. With no payback time attached, you can repay your loan whenever you like. All Our right. users use Liquidity to buy real-world assets like houses and cars or pay for their daily expenses while keeping their ETH stack intact. More risk-tolerant users can also use the stablecoin to leverage up on their ETH. With more than $4 billion worth of loans issued since inception, audits from leading security firms, and the highest safety ratings in the space, you can get access to okay. a protocol... That's pretty interesting, you know, 0%, but you give them 110% to get this bullshit-ass LUSD. I don't know how you fucking, what, what is accepting um, LUSD, but, you know, you get you get to keep a hold of your if, Ethereum. And that's pretty cool. Um, Governance-free. All operations are algorithmic and fully automated. Directly redeemable. Yeah, a collateral ratio of 110%, 0%. Um, interest rate, pretty cool. There's that 0.05% bullshit that they threw in there. What? Stake liquidity and earn revenue through insurance. Hmm. Okay, well, I don't know. It's probably at like 4%. That's what the going average is. I can't find it anywhere. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing where, how much you earn for staking their LQTY. Pretty cool. Can I lose funds? This is where I think... Things can get fucked up. As a non-custodial system, all tokens sent the protocol will be held and managed algorithmically. Like, what a bullshit-ass word, algorithmically. What in the fuck does that even mean? When I hear that, I just think, I just immediately think of Dow Kwan, this algorithmic bullshit, without the inter, uh, interference of any person or legal entity. This means your funds will only be subject to the rules set forth in the smart contract code, which is audited twice, by trail of bits and once by coin inspect um, no one gives a fuck who audited it um, please note LSUD isn't perfectly pegged to the USD and can deviate slightly in both directions under certain marking conditions yeah you, you bet your ass this isn't no fucking stable coin fuck this shit get me the fuck out of this I know what happens to these stable ass coins they can come real unstable whenever the market starts ooh you know um, all of a sudden, they're no longer stable. All of a sudden, the algorithm's broken. You know, fucking Bitcoin dip, 10%. Oh, fuck, the algorithm's broke. Didn't didn't fucking program that 10% dip in Bitcoin into this algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 can't <coughs> I can't deal with fucking algorithmic stable coins. What the fuck does that even mean? What algorithm did you write out? Why do you need to write out an algorithm for a fucking one-to-one -one ratio? I'm giving you 110%. Of my asset to get this bullshit ass token that isn't even fucking stable. It's a fucking algorithm. Now fuck you, LQTY. I'm 
bearish as fuck on you. And that's why you are down fucking astronomically. And you come out of this bullshit. Get this bullshit. And I even say that. I say that. And they still are got $400 million in fucking assets. Some people just fucking borrow on anything, it seems like. Um, going back over to DeFi Llama. Or we could, we could talk about NFTs. We, I don't mind talking about NFTs. Talk about NFTs. Psych. We're going back to DeFi Llama. We got DYDX. I don't know if you're familiar with that, nor do I care if you're familiar with that, nor do I care if you're listening. And nor, uh, okay, they are 400 million. All 400 of their total value locked, their TVL is at is in Ethereum. Um, really interesting chart here. Looks like they had several raises. I'm gonna go find their raises. I'm seeing. Uh, okay, yeah. Total, okay, okay, uh, 2000, wow, they've been around for a while. 2017 seed raised 2 million. Uh, Series A raised 10 million. Series B raised 10 million. Series C raised 65 million. Total raised 87 million for whatever bullshit they're doing. Okay, what, is, what are they? The most powerful open trading platform for crypto assets. Not just a powerful, the most powerful. How do we know? We don't, but they do. Uh, margin trade, borrow, lend cryptocurrency. It's just a fucking trading protocol. What is it called? TradFi, maybe? I don't know. They've got they've they've got four hundred million Ethereum just fucking sucked up. I don't know what they're gonna do with it. The their governance tokens at one fucking dollar. You know, this is the crazy part, is like the governance of the fucking liquidity can be just I don't know. Maybe it can be I don't know. Um, I'm going to go to the website. Actually, I just realized I have to get to a meeting. Uh, we'll cover these more. I'm going to continue to bore the fuck out of you. And no, I don't give a fuck. I literally do not give any fucks at this point in time. Bear market vibes. Not giving a fuck. I see you waving bitch-ass motherfuckers. You can wave all you fucking like. You're not bringing your bitch-ass takes up here to murder my fucking ear canals. Well, hang on. We got Bark up here. He's probably like, Alex, we got a fucking meeting to get to. I just fucking know. He's going to be huffing and puffing on the fucking stair stepper. How he knows on the stair stepper? He's fucking, fucking breathing in my fucking ears. Dude, we got a call in three minutes. I can't believe it.